Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Getting ready, uh, the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, uh, Greg Sankey, is going to join us next. Thanks to Shannon Spake. I encourage you guys to be using the OutKick hashtag to react to uh, the show. A lot of you weighing in there. Uh, hashtag OutKick again. Uh, and uh, and Pop, uh, let us know where you're listening and how many texts uh, it would take. And Danny G, you guys just had a police chase end outside the main studio there in Sherman Oaks, California. Yeah, you know, one of the things L.A. is famous for are police chases. And one just ended in Sherman Oaks, California here, right outside our studios. You could see all the sirens. And we had a gentleman uh, walk into our studio a couple minutes ago, and he told us, hey, uh, the the guy that comes in to, to run the Dan Patrick show might be late because you can't access your building right now. Just heads up. So, yeah, we're... Uh, don't have all the details, but the chase ended right here outside the studios. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty wacky. That's pretty wild. Uh, so, speaking of wacky and wild, um, positive story uh, for the AFC Championship game. If you have not heard, Doctor David Chow, who is our medical expert, usually we have him on the show Friday, and I think that's probably when we're going to have him on again. Uh, we had him on Monday of this week, though, in the wake of the Patrick Mahomes injury, the potential concussion that took him out of the divisional round playoff game against the Browns. Our doc, Dr. David Chow, says Patrick Mahomes is going to be good to go. And he questions whether he had a concussion at all based on all the evidence that is out there and feels good, very good, about him being able to play on Sunday against the Bills. So that is very positive news. 
Uh, a lot of people out there continuing to say him and Haw back and forth. Well, we don't really know, assuming Patrick Mahomes plays. Well, the odds market is also reflecting that Mahomes is pretty much a certainty to go. This is an intriguing storyline to follow. If Mahomes were not playing, there's about a seven-point line swing that would happen between Patrick Mahomes as the starting quarterback and between Chad Henney as the starting quarterback. So to put that into perspective for you, if Mahomes is healthy and good to go, the Chiefs are around a four-point favorite in this game against the Buffalo Bills. Right now, uh, they are right now a three-point favorite. But if Mahomes were not playing at all, and if Chad Henney were playing, then the line would go all the way to a uh, to a three-point favorite for the Bills. And so that's a pretty substantial swing. And for those of you out there who may not have been keeping tabs on, uh, on everything, that is a uh, storyline that is worth paying attention to. And so the line is telling us a story here, and the story is pretty straightforward, and that is that Patrick Mahomes will be playing. But that is also what Dr. David Chow is telling us. He wrote an article about it. It's up on the top of the page at OutKick. I encourage all of you to go check that out. So that's at OutKick.com. Also, uh, other storylines that are out there, we've been reacting to the New York Mets. GM who lost his uh, job over four-year-old texts that were, he sent 60 texts in a row, including nude photos, to a reporter who he had met uh, covering his team at the time. It was the Chicago uh, Cubs that he was working for. Now he has been the Mets GM for a very short period of time and now has lost his job. That storyline has been much discussed. A lot of you reacting to it at the OutKick hashtag. And also, uh, we have been talking about the University of Tennessee investigation uh, that allegedly uncovered improper behavior uh, on perhaps on behalf of the recruiting practices at the University of Tennessee. Jeremy Pruitt's been fired. Uh, what sort of job opportunity is that going to be? Who might they hire for athletic director? All of that has been our primary point of discussion so far in the first two hours of the program. As I mentioned before, we are scheduled to be joined by Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, coming up in about 15 minutes. Uh, We've got a lot to dive into with him and uh, look forward to hanging out with him. By the way, a couple of different storylines that are out there uh, that I wanted to update you on. Yesterday, we talked with Petros Papadakis, and uh, I said, okay, what day would you like to have the Bachelor report? And a lot of you are up in arms over the idea of Petros giving us a Bachelor report. Some of you are excited about it. But Wednesday was the overwhelming vote, so we will probably be moving uh, Petros Papadakis to Wednesday during Bachelor season to allow him to break all of that down for you. Also, I put up a poll question the other day that I forgot to give you guys the results for, and I thought it was intriguing, and I am scrolling through right now uh, to make sure that that I find it. And uh, I wanted to tell you, like, uh, I asked you of the four teams that are available right now in the playoffs, who do you think is going to end up winning the Super Bowl? And it was a massive favorite for the Green Bay Packers. And I'm scrolling through uh, to find that poll, and here it is. Who wins the Super Bowl? I asked you this a day ago. Uh, 33,000 of you voted, and the Packers just absolutely ran away with this thing. 
44% of you said that you thought the Green Bay Packers would win the Super Bowl. 22% said the Chiefs. 21% went with the Bills. And 13% went with the Bucks. So that is, uh, that is where we are trending in that respect. Uh, one other storyline that I wanted to make sure that I hit here this morning, uh, particularly, you know, it's Inauguration Day, and I hope, uh, as, as I've always said, I root for the president to do well. Why would I root against the president, whether it's Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, uh, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, all of those guys. I think I just hit to the last five presidents or so in a row. Uh, but one thing is there are a lot of politics infiltrating the world of sports now, and today at the inauguration, they're going to have Sarah Fuller, who was the Vanderbilt kicker involved in that, uh, in that inauguration. And, uh, and we've talked a lot about that story in general. But another big story that impacts the world of sports that happened yesterday that a lot in sports media are not going to discuss in any way is how about the United States government, the State Department, officially has labeled China as a genocidal country over their treatment of Muslim minority Uyghurs inside of their uh, borders in China. How many NBA players or coaches, all the NBA players and coaches have gotten super political over the last four years. How many players or coaches do you think will mention anything negative about China? They're making billions of dollars, the NBA is, from China and they want to rip and criticize and ridicule United States political issues all the time, over under 0.5. How many NBA players or coaches condemn China for being modern-day Nazis and now being labeled as a genocidal country? I'll start with you, Danny G. Over or under a half? Will any NBA player or coach say anything negative about China at all being a genocidal country? Uh, I mean, I'm a lifelong NBA fan, and we talked about this a couple of years ago when this first came up, and I said then that I like LeBron as a player, but personally, if he was a friend of mine, I would tell him, dude, bring your shoe operation over here to the States. Yeah, and fix- stop allowing your shoes to be made from slave yeah, labor in cause- China, which, by the way, is going on. Uh, according to many investigations, they have Muslim Uyghur minorities inside of concentration camps. They are sterilizing women, by the way, uh, bragging about it on Twitter, of course, which does nothing to uh, to stop that Chinese propaganda. But I've been arguing for a long time, if LeBron James wanted to truly make a difference, he could go to Nike and say, hey, I want my factory in Akron, Ohio, and I want to employ American workers to make my shoes the profit margin on LeBron's shoes would go down because American workers require more pay than uh, than Muslim uh, concentration camp labor, uh, which is what LeBron James is doing now. Of course, he's basically using slave labor to make himself more money, and but that would be the right thing to do. And he won't say a word. He won't say anything. None of them will criticize China in any way. And I just think it's amazing the blatant hypocrisy. And again, I would love to see it. I would love if more manufacturing we're coming back to America, especially from guys who are 100 millionaires like LeBron James and talk a big game all the time. He could employ thousands of uh, of people who may not have jobs in Akron, Ohio, and make his shoes right here in America. And I would love to see that. 
Uh, unfortunately, they're in a hard spot because it would kind of be like us putting a sponsor on blast. I realize that they're in a tough position, but I wish the leadership of the NBA would step in and do what is right. Well, it's not really that similar. I mean, if China came to us and they said, hey, we want to advertise China on your show, but you can never say anything negative about China ever again on your show, but we'll pay you millions of dollars, I would say no. And I'm a capitalist. I understand people out there who are like, oh, you should just take the money and shut up. I wouldn't do it. I've never taken the money in exchange for not saying exactly what I believe. But there uh, are more than just the NBA as far as American companies working with China. Oh, I think all of those companies deserve to be ripped. I, I think Apple should bring their phone out of China. I think they should make it here. But- Amen. Yeah, I, you know, we can't just pick on the NBA. I would, I would like to see all these companies that have these relationships sever the ties right yeah. now. Yeah, they should, until, be put on, they should be put on blast. The, yeah. yeah, I think they should all be put on blast. The difference is the NBA is directly profiting billions of dollars off of China, and all these players claim that they want to be on the right side of history, and they're basically taking money from Nazis, right? Like, I, I don't see Apple executives – making the same kind of statement like they didn't say to Daryl Morey when he said hey I'm in favor of Hong Kong democracy LeBron James didn't uh, I haven't seen Tim Cook come out and say well that's the bad thing about the first amendment in America like what LeBron James did I just think it's it's amazing how so many NBA players will say oh we're more than athletes we're not going to just shut up and dribble but when their actual money is in, in danger they do just shut up and dribble, and they bow down to Chairman Z and everybody in China. And I think this is a big, big deal that we've now labeled China as literally a genocidal country. And Adam Silver, Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, LeBron James, all these guys who want to be super woke and want to be super social justice warriors, they won't say a word. Over under a half dub of a player or coach or owner that will call out China over uh, being now labeled a country sponsoring genocide. Well, it's an obvious under, but I want to propose a new proposition. What's the over under half of person in the media that will that's, ask that's any of these people it's even worse. about right. this? Then I mean, there's so not so, only will they not comment on it, but they won't even get asked about it. That's a great point. That's a great point. There are so many water uh, ball wash carriers, whatever you want to say, for the NBA that this media, all these journalists out there who consider themselves like so powerful and, oh, we're going to speak truth to power and everything else, they won't even ask these players or coaches or owners about China. And I, I get kind of laugh about this. Like Mark Cuban used to slide into my mentions all the time and argue with me. And I was like, hey, you know, you can come on the radio show. And all those guys turtle up and curl up in the fetal position as soon as I tell them, hey, if you want to make your argument to the nation – you can come talk on one of the biggest sports talk radio shows in the entire country. Live on the air, you come on with us, you make your case, we'll debate it. They all turn and run and hide. I just it, it's it's amazing to me. Eddie, when you see, I mean you do updates for a living. When you see all of the claptrap regular right side of history talk, social justice warrior woke arguments made by NBA players and coaches, which I'm sure you have the option sometimes to turn into news stories if you wanted to. How unbelievable is the silence from a hypocritical perspective on China and just the refusal of the media to cover it and also the refusal of players, coaches, and owners to even address it? 
Well, first of all, kudos to you for using claptrap. That was yeah. that was fantastic. I've got a great vocabulary. I, well, I, I've heard you were a lawyer at one time. I don't know if that's yeah. true or not, but no, it, it is. It's it's amazing. And not not only are the the players uh, going to be silent on this, but I mean, in the past, we saw when this whole thing blew up with Daryl Morey. Not only were they not silent, they were pro-China. I remember James yes. Harden getting in front yeah. of the microphone saying, "We love China. We love China." Uh, but yes, and and the media as well. You, I mean, look, I, I as someone who tries to gather news to to uh, update people on what's going on in sports, I visit a lot of different websites to see what stories I might be missing. And it's amazing how many of these websites uh, every day have news stories about uh, you know woke this and woke that. But uh, I don't ever see anything about what's going on with China. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous on all facets in every different uh, direction. Uh, All right, when we come back, uh, we are going to be joined by the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, Greg Sankey. The season is now over. Alabama's been crowned the champion. Uh, What went into making that season happen? How uh, difficult was the season to to get through? What's going to happen with college basketball and with potentially college baseball in the Southeastern Conference? Uh, We will discuss that as well as the situation going on with the University of Tennessee. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. .com slash sports tire rack.com the way tire buying should be joined now by sec commissioner greg sankey appreciate you getting up early with us uh and congratulations on getting through the college football season did you ever think you'd be able to hear that sentence uh delivered and also that you'd only miss two games vanderbilt georgia and i believe uh ole miss uh and texas a&m is the entirety of the games that were scheduled you guys didn't get played. It's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, those are the two. And uh, I think we, we hoped and we had a plan because hope is not a plan to, to get to the finish line. But, you know, going back to what last March, you realize how much was uh, really out of your control. So to, to get to the end, uh, to have a conference championship, and to play the, what two thirds of the bowl games we had scheduled, and the national championship game, have a team in the national championship game. I would define that as a successful season. Not only a successful season. I mean, I think for college football to get played at all and crown a champion is a remarkable achievement. Now that you've had a little bit of time to sit back and think about what went down. When you look back all the way from March up to the the game kicking off between Alabama and Ohio State, it's one of the most remarkable eight- or nine-month stretches in the history of football. Not only did you guys play almost an entirety of your schedule, but you did it with fans present. You did it without creating any major health conditions, I believe, for any players or coaches. Given the circumstances, it really could not have gone hardly any better than it did. I mean, I think that's probably fair to say, isn't it? But yeah, from an evaluation standpoint, I, I took the position that you had to do it. People are going to do a two-part evaluation. The first is that when we made the decision, which was in late July, early August, a lot of pressure to not play. 
a lot of commentary about shouldn't play. And really what I said on August 10th, that was the Monday when everyone was, was stopping, was we were going to continue forward, work with our medical professionals, keep trying to learn, put plans in place. And if you think about success, I think we made the right decision based on the information available at that time, delayed our season, lengthened the time to begin. And then, Claire, I think one of the really remarkable things looking back was our first three weeks where we had no disruptions. And that didn't happen, I think, in, in any other sport. I, I think that's true, even as we're seeing what's happening in the NBA and the NHL right now. And then you fast forward to the second point of the judgment, which was going to be at the end of the season, looking back. And we, we had to stop because of positive COVID tests. Uh, again, to my knowledge, we didn't have any spread, as you said, within the game. Um, you know, people were able to receive treatment. And you have to compare that to the alternative, which gets lost, which is you just stop and send everybody home. You go back to the summertime when we brought young people back on campus, we learned that they had either tested positive upon return or had the antibodies and had had COVID at some point, but hadn't known, which is its own public health problem. So, you know, we, we provided uh, health care, we provided oversight, we provided testing, provided treatment, uh, provided a lot of education. I'd argue there's no group of young people that's ever known any more about a virus than they know right now. And um, that allowed us to compete not only in football in the fall, but we named the soccer champion, cross-country champions, and, and played volleyball as well. How close, for people out there who are listening, did college, as you just mentioned, not just college football, but fall sports on college campuses in general, come to not happening? Yeah, that's a hard one for me right now. You know, if, I, if I sat here, so I'm doing the interview from home before I head to the office, and I'd sit on my front porch and trying to sort through things. And, yeah, there were moments. Uh, in fact, one of the more memorable moments for me was I, I called one of our university presidents, and it was kind of a tough time in mid-late July where you just didn't have great clarity. And I said, look, I don't, I don't know if, if we can play. I said, I can't imagine the answer. In fact, I can't even figure out how to ask the question about not playing football in the fall in the Southeastern Conference. And it was, it was an admission of honesty that we were in a completely uncertain circumstance. And fast forward, one of the lessons I learned was actually from a podcast by a guy named Andy Stanley that in times of uncertainty, to the extent you can provide clarity, that needs to be the focus. And I actually went from that in early August and tried to figure out, well, where can we communicate some level of clarity? Where can we say we're not delaying start? Or, or yeah, we're not delaying the start. We're setting a new start date. We've got a new format. Here's our finish line. And even when people pressured us to move the finish line, now oh, let's keep, you know, we can adjust. Let's get all these games. And we said, no, here's the finish line. And I think those were really, really wise decisions in retrospect. Were you surprised by the negativity from many media covering sports in general, but college football in particular, about the amount of people who were basically saying it's impossible to play? Did that surprise you? And how impactful was that in terms of providing a difficult launching point because everybody's hearing that noise in the media of we can't do this we can't do this which had to filter through to some of the players some of the parents some of the coaches and some of your school presidents and chancellors as well 
You know, one of the harder parts. So the, you know, was I surprised by that? No, because there's there's a bit of a, a dwelling on the negative side, um, and it, it's easy to say don't. I think we did the harder thing, um, which was to try and to admit. You know, there are no guarantees. Uh, to have honest and candid conversations with student athletes, some of which ended up on a taped conversation published by the Washington Post. And th- those weren't easy. Um, and but if we were looking for the easy way out, we we could have just stopped. And so I would suggest it was easy to just point the finger and and say don't. Uh, it was harder to do things. And so you had to you had to block that out, not be inattentive. Uh, to criticisms. I think you have to use that to inform your thinking a bit. Uh, but just that was not going to be my, my deciding factors. I do think it influenced people. Um, and so some of the questions we have asked of us were, were clearly generated from media. And if you go back to early August, we had uh, a conversation um, with our full group of presidents and chancellors about the kind of public sentiment, like, could you play? Our athletics directors had that same conversation. What was really interesting is when the young people who, who comprise our teams finally stand, stood up and said, we want to play, uh, the whole sentiment changed. And that wasn't a creation by anyone in an administrative or coaching capacity. Those young people who are competitors saying, we want to compete. And we'd offered the opportunity to opt out uh, we did that in early mid-July, but then uh, a credit to young people for standing up and saying, I want the opportunity. Alante Taylor at Tennessee, uh, I remember vividly on a call saying, I'll be swabbed every day. And we didn't even know what that meant at that time. He said, you can stick the swab up my nose every day if I get to play on Saturday. And, and to his credit, he did. We're talking to Greg Sankey, commissioner of the SEC. Got the season in football and all the other fall sports completed. What do you feel right now about college basketball? How optimistic are you about that? Obviously, missing the NCAA tournament last year, a lot of people out there want to know. I know the NCAA came out with their schedule on when games would be played. And what are you hearing, thinking about college baseball and other sports out there as you continue in now the spring semester? We learned a lot in the fall, again, playing soccer, volleyball, having cross-country meets, football, golf, tennis. We're, I don't know, two and a half months into swimming, which is operated without disruption. That's an indoor sport. Um, Presumably chlorine must help somehow, but I say that with a smile on my face. We're not competing, you know, body on body like you do posting up in basketball. So there's a lot of activity that has taken place. Gymnastics is taking place right now. Every Friday night in the league, uh, but we we anticipated uh, the the likelihood of disruption in basketball. Um, I was open to say we can't build enough room into our basketball schedule because we play twice a week to make up games like we did in football, where we had that space built in that got us to the sixty nine of seventy one games. And so I think on the men's side, we're down a net five games scheduled. So we've moved some to play earlier. Uh, we've, we've had to postpone some. We can keep moving forward. I do think when you bring people uh, together for the NCAA tournament, uh, that that's going to be its own challenge. Um, and what you learn, there's a New York Times article last Thursday, I think, about the mental strain of the NBA bubble. 
and why they're not in a bubble again. The same with the NHL. So when you bring people together for a long period of time and kind of go into this lockdown uh, mode, that's its own challenge beyond COVID. It's a mental strength. How do you compete? But I think we've shown we can play play. It's the ability to, to continue and to do so um, in, a, in what I would define as a complete way. And that's where the question marks have to be acknowledged. We're talking to SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. Story that came out earlier this week about the University of Tennessee. They fired Jeremy Pruitt, a lot of other different uh, employees of that football program in particular. They've had press conference. They're in the process of hiring a new AD and a new coach. What do you know about that? There are reports the NCAA has been involved. Has the Southeastern Conference been involved? What is your uh, interaction or involvement in that story, if at all? Uh, we're not investigators, and uh, I think Chancellor Plowman uh, uh, communicated very well on Monday the, the nature or the source of information. Uh, I think uh, that it came directly to them. And then our institutions have a responsibility to inform the conference office and we recommend the NCA as information is developed. You want to do that uh, in any uh, circumstances where there are a lot of questions. So I credit her leadership um, in this work and, and others on campus. And I don't know the details. I know uh, the general set of circumstances. Uh, the reality is I, I save my my commentary on those for later because in an investigating situation, you don't know the final details and it's appropriate to let those be developed. Obviously, um, an important um, decision made on that campus, one that is lead them into their next chapter and, and uh, I'll support her leadership and as they move forward. As a general rule, I know you've worked on the Committee on Infractions. Can you kind of explain to me when the NCAA and to our audience, when the NCAA is involved early on in an investigation into alleged violation of rules, how is that looked upon compared to the NCAA not being involved as much and or sometimes being stonewalled, like we've seen, for instance, at Southern California over the years? How does that typically pl play out, not in this individual circumstance at Tennessee, because a lot of the facts are still out there, but in your experience as a Committee on Infractions member, the NCAA being involved versus the NCAA being kept at arm's length, what's the impact there? Yeah, this is probably one of your long-form podcasts to explain that. In fact, there might be like three episodes because yes. every one of these circumstances is unique. Uh, a university has a responsibility to to investigate, to self-evaluate. You know, you hear about institutional control, and so digging into information is that institutional control responsibility. Um, when, I, when I was on the committee, and I'm, I'm not now, I always thought it was important to see how did the institution react and act as it, it received information. Um, the NCAA enforcement staff is determined is, is charged with determining whether there's what they call exemplary cooperation. Every school is expected to cooperate. On um, where that doesn't happen, that is a, is a negative for the school. So the fact um, that I'll just give praise, the fact that the university has, has gotten on top of this, has been diligent, 
as I understand, and digging into the information as, as I watch the, the public release of information uh, on Monday, uh, it's clear they've taken this seriously. And the responsibility now for the NCA, and I've written about this. In fact, Pat Forty got a hold of the letter. The NCA has to move this along. You've seen a university move swiftly. Uh, I think one of the problems at the NCA level is it takes years to bring these matters to conclusion. And that can't happen here. In fact, it shouldn't happen in any circumstance. You know, the, the phrase justice delayed is justice denied doesn't uh, come from an NCA setting, but it's true. And the fact that whether it's USC or Syracuse that had a case that took like nine years to bring to the finish line, that can't happen. And, and I think the, the leadership uh, in Knoxville has shown a willingness to move rapidly, to move thoroughly, and the NCA has to move in that same way. We're talking to SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. As a part of open jobs that have existed at Auburn and Tennessee in particular, uh, and South Carolina to a certain extent too, people like me who sit around and talk about who might get jobs, that's a part of the discussion in the world of sports. Hugh Freeze's name has come up several times. Uh, I know he had issues at Ole Miss. He's now at Liberty. Could he get a head coaching job in the SEC, or is he now not eligible to uh, to get that job? That's a question that fans have been debating a lot. Well, I give I give Hugh credit for his work at Liberty, and and uh, it was fun to watch their bowl game, see him with his family at the end of the game, with a smile on his face, and you know, good for him and and how he's turned the page. You know, our schools make their own hiring decisions. I think we've been clear that uh, the conference membership established a rule uh, that each school is responsible at a head coach position or an assistant coach position to fully evaluate the background of individuals. Um, they do that through our office. We share information that's uh, publicly available, uh, and then they make decisions. So they're going to make those decisions, uh, but they, they have to proceed carefully, and particularly when there's an issue of concern like has arisen this week, uh, extra caution has to be exercised. But there's no ban in particular. Everybody has to go through the process, but the SEC hasn't put out, because that's one of the topics of conversation is people say, oh, Greg Sankey has let it be known that Hugh Freeze can't be a head coach in the SEC. There's not that prohibition out there. Well, I, I won't speak to any individual. I get blamed for a lot, you may see, on, on social media. <laughs> so I'll take the blame. We expect our universities, and they expect each other to be responsible in their, their personnel decisions, and they have that responsibility. But ultimately, our campuses make those decisions. Uh, let's go to football coming back. When you look towards 2021, are we talking about, in your mind, hopefully full stadiums again come September kickoff in the SEC? What does spring practice, what does spring games look like? Uh, you're obviously dealing with a lot of different sports right now, but what does 2021 for college football look like from your perspective? You know, one of the missed narratives in this is we were going to announce the 2021 schedule last April, so that was produced. And when we stopped in March, we actually had to think about, hey, do we make this announcement for 2021? And obviously it didn't happen. And so we're just reconfirming dates right now. 
Uh, my view is we need to put out our 2021 schedule as it's been planned, our traditional format with non-conference games. I think we saw the importance of non-conference games in postseason decision-making this year. So it'll be nice to see those again. Uh, I'd like to do that sooner rather than later, Clay. I think uh, somebody on my my Twitter account is trying to make wedding plans, and so that's an additional pressure. <laughs> well, no, look, I was gonna I was gonna read that. I was going to read that to you here. Uh, I said that I would ask a direct question from the anonymous mailbag, which I know you have swung through sometimes. My brother and his fiance are planning to get married sometime this year. He and I are diehard Florida fans. Uh, and she says they want to have the game, the wedding in New Orleans on Friday, and then the Florida LSU game the next day on Saturday. Right now, they have it scheduled for the week of October, weekend of October 16th. Uh, she wrote in and said, can you ask SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey when that game will be played and if we're looking good for New Orleans? So there's already a lot of people out there ready for weddings and games. So when's the schedule going to be? Yeah, there's, there's actually – the one I was referring to was separate from that. I didn't, I didn't know about that one. That so was this week. That was mounting. Tuesday. That went up yesterday. So I yeah. said I was going to ask her for you. It just means more, man. That's That's the slogan right there. Tell them that if they can just hold on for a few more weeks, um, I don't. I actually don't know the date, so I couldn't give it away if if I wanted to, which I wouldn't. <laughs> but I think we'll get to a conclusion, and then if you back up, you know we've practiced, we've we've gone through preseason practice, bowl practice, in season practice. So you look at spring practice as being able to happen. Uh, I've not had in my, my mind now that we'd be in disruption of that activity. And so you can go back into uh, preparation at this point. Now, if something changes around the pandemic, uh, what I've said is I'd like to announce our schedule, and then we'll go back to the mantra I had all last summer, which is we're going to prepare to play the season as scheduled, but the circumstances around the virus will dictate our way forward. And uh, we'll get back to that uh, kind of normal thought and then back to that communication point with the idea that if we can continue along a, a healthy path in the country, we could get back to something close to what we're, what we're accustomed to. Good stuff, as always. Appreciate you coming on. Congratulations on finishing the season, and uh, we look forward to, uh, to next season, but certainly the NCAA tournament and more as well. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Take care. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? News is out there on Phillip Rivers, but I'll let you break it. Well, thank you. Yes, breaking news. The San Diego Union-Tribune is reporting that Phillip Rivers is retiring after 17 seasons, 16 with the Chargers, one last year with the Colts. He ranks fifth all-time in NFL history in passing yards with 62,440 and touchdowns passing with 421. Again, uh, the San Diego Union-Tribune reporting Phillip Rivers 
retiring after 17 seasons as a quarterback in the NFL. News from Major League Baseball, Toronto Blue Jays and free agent outfielder George Springer reportedly agreeing on a six-year, $150 million contract. It would be the largest contract ever given out by the Blue Jays. Springer is a three-time All-Star, was the World Series MVP with the Astros in 2017. Just two games in the NBA, Nuggets over the Thunder, 119-101, to and the Jazz beat the Pelicans, 118-102. to College basketball wins for number three, Villanova, number seven, Michigan, uh, but one upset in the top ten as number six, Tennessee, loses to Florida, 75-69. We'll be back to outkick the coverage in a second. First, a word from Farmers. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Now back to Clay Travis and the Farmers Outkick the Coverage Studios. Quotes from Philip Rivers. It's just time. He sold, He told the San Diego Union Tribune, Tribune, it's just right. I'm reading from their article right now. I can sit here and say I can still throw it. I love to play, but that's always going to be there. I'm excited to go coach high school football. This is Philip Rivers retiring after 17 years. What has helped me come to this decision is the growing desire to coach high school football. That's what I've always wanted to do. It's been growing. I can't wait. Uh, Rivers' father was his own coach. Uh, And by the way, Philip Rivers is going to be coaching at St. Michael Catholic High School in Fairhope, Alabama. That's down close to the... uh, down close to the, the, the coast there in Alabama. Uh, Philip Rivers said of his career, it was awesome. I'm reading from the San Diego Union Tribune. This news just breaking. A young kid from northern Alabama who grew up wanting to play pro ball. I got to do it. He said he's 100% at peace with his decision, says he'll miss the locker room, uh, and also says uh, that uh, this is the first year I felt like the ending was real. We talked about it other years, but we knew we weren't doing it. This year felt different. It just seemed right. That is Philip Rivers announcing his retirement. My thanks to Greg Sankey. Uh, Philip Rivers riding off into the sunset and headed to coach high school football. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.